Shades of Football, your uh, weekly dose of Korean football magic from myself, Stevie W, Paul and Mark. Mark's a happy camper this week, Songnam have won again as the music suggested. Third in the league, what's happened there? Is that why he was happy? Well, <laughs> that amongst other things that we'll not go into in a family show. Yeah, Songnam third in the league, uh, looking to make that ACL spot their own. Uh, we, we enjoyed it so much, we're going to be back in again next year. Yeah, fantastic. What can I say? Happy days being a Songnam fan. It was 8,000 on Saturday night. Pretty decent number for Songnam v Busan. Um, Third in the league, you didn't have to poach anybody else's Brazilian strikers to do it. You must be happy. Exactly. Um, we did poach Suwon's Kandojan, I guess, which is probably the main reason why we're there. But um, I'm not quite sure if Paul was scratching his head or giving me the finger there. But, um, <laughs> a scratching. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean... You, you like Wangy Joe uh, again is like kind of frustrating, but he he is like the main focal point of that team. Namjoon Jay has been has been playing pretty well recently, so yeah, uh, always looking good for Songnam. And Paul, what have you been up to? Well, riding your bike all over town. Other than that, have you been watching any football? Uh, I went to see went along to Songnam to see Seoul beat Taejong for the third time. Shouldn't even bother talking about that, really, should nah. <laughs> Just move on. But I'm curious about why you think the the intro music applies to that when Songnam only got three wins in a row and Seoul have got four on the trot. Because they won, well, they won again. Well, so did we, for the fourth yeah. time. So what? They're only one for the third time. Yeah, but how many times did Songnam win? Eleven. Three times in a row. <laughs> Eleven <laughs> this season. Yeah, As opposed to Seoul, who've won twelve. See? But... No one actually said that the winning game was just for Songnam. He just merely brought Songnam up first. If you want, we can go back and re-edit it all and put it back the other way around. Can I get the uh, court typist to read back and <laughs> see what was actually said? Songnam won three games fairly. Didn't have to cheat. What? What does that mean? <laughs> so if Seoul won four games in the trot, he'd be guaranteed there was cheating involved somewhere. <laughs> I disagree. You would. So, yep. Yeah, um, I guess I'm just going to give a quick call to the Honourable Judge Evergreen and see what he thinks. Was there any cheating involved? Uh, no, I don't think I can repeat that. <laughs> we'll just we'll just say that was a yes then, shall we, and move on. I don't think there was any cheating involved. No. Except by Tejon, who presumably insisted that Adriano couldn't actually play in this game. Yeah, I thought that was a big thing. Which I don't think is fair if it's a completely on transfer. I mean, if it's a lone player, I can understand stipulating yeah, yeah. that he shouldn't play against his own, own team. But the, it's a proper full-on transfer, isn't it? He's no longer anything. To I don't know how it worked because, as far as I understood it, Adriano was released. So I don't know what contractual hold they had over him to dictate anything. That's all. But you know, unless they said, if you promise not to play him against us, we'll release him so you can sign him. But if if it's a full transfer. And they've required to put a contract stipulation that he can't play against Tejon for however long. Does that does not does that not come into the whole kind of third party ownership of players, etc.? 
It was a bit of a strange one, but I guess... It's, it's a strange one, particularly since apparently Dejon thought he wasn't any good anyway. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I would agree. I think it's, it's surprising. Unless Sol just choose to leave him out, just no, to prevent any hassle. But yeah, what I heard was, yeah. as part of the transfer, he wasn't allowed to play, but then I also heard he was released, so... We'll never know the truth. No. But he did a... a Signing autographs outside the ground before the match, uh, and nobody happened with a kimchi pie. No, <laughs> and some of the fans prepared a banner welcoming it, welcoming him for his first, well, the first home game we've had since he signed. Can't believe any, none of the Dijon fans went up and happened with something. They had a, they had a proper go at Pak Jiong and uh, at our defender Yung Hee, who was signed from Taejon two years ago. So I heard both players got a lot of abuse during the game. Yeah, I heard Pak Jiong got a lot of abuse. And I suppose that, apart from the the fact that Seoul won two 0 with a game in added time of each half, I guess that was the main talking point, right? So at half time, we basically Seoul scored on the the the, the brink of oh, half time. Was involved then? It was a it was a corner swung in, which Osmar nodded into the goal. And as Pak Jiong was running in for the follow up, he picked the ball up and just booted it. And apparently straight into the Dijon fans. <laughs> I, well, I, shouting, take that, you Dejon bastards! I hope you all die. I, I can't comment on whether it was by accident or, or design, because obviously I was too busy celebrating the goal. And then the police ran over with full FC Soul kits on and started battering the poor Dejon fans for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, those poor Dejon fans who would never cause a fight or any trouble anywhere they go. Yeah. Well, I guess in Chun. Well. And I guess and everywhere. Apparently, tear gas was released, and that was why Park Ji Young got covered in bodily fluids from the Dejon fans. They're trying to spit it out of his eyes, were they? Yes. So yeah, they the Dejon fans thought that he'd kicked the ball at them on purpose. Although, so given they, they don't they know that Park Ji Young, if he had done it on purpose, would have blasted the ball out the stadium. Well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, in fairness, if Park Ji Young hit you with a ball, you know, you didn't mean it. He didn't mean it. I mean, he was like, they, yeah. There are about twenty Dejon fans who are sitting halfway up the stadium, and you know. The stands at the Seoul are like two metres off the ground to begin with, aren't they? Even yeah, in the I, first row. I don't so to get halfway up the... Yeah. I don't think you'd... You would struggle to actually aim at a, a small group of players, like a, a small group of fans that way, that high up the stadium. So, But anyway, they took exception to that, wouldn't give the ball back, so the police were allegedly sent in to retrieve it, and after 40 minutes of negotiation, the ball was returned, on the understanding that Pak Jun would come over and apologise for the... Tejon fans for kicking the ball at them, and after the game he did go right down to that end, bowed at them, at which point they showered him with presents in the form of spitting empty bottles and mm. lots of abuse. Which nobody a... could have seen coming really, could they have? <laughs> More great Korean policing, yes. Uh, it should also be noted that when Paul was speaking there he did forget to put a comma in, they weren't spitting empty bottles, spitting, comma, empty bottles. <laughs> Abuse. In case anyone is thinking that Dejon fans are sitting with like, empty bottles in there, just, just to spit them apart to you on. Even though one of them does look like the Wolverine. See, th this is why they should have hit Adriano with a wang mandate. Then they could have spent 20 minutes demanding to get it back. Scrape it off his face and uh, give it back to us. So... Yeah. So that was it. Fun and games at Seoul. 2 0 home win. Seoul charge up to the same place they've always been, fourth in the league. They look very poor without Adriano, though. 
So hopefully you've got Dejanitis then, and you'll gradually drop to the bottom of the table over the <laughs> remaining games, conceding about sixty goals in the process. So Seoul won, 2 0 home win, Song Nam won, what was the score? 1 uh, 0, Kim, Kim Dong Hee uh, scored a goal in 66 minutes. Um, and then <coughs> Busan were reduced to 10 men for a double yellow card uh, in the 90th minute. Should also be noted that's about the 14th uh, last minute red card that I've actually missed this season. <laughs> I didn't see it again. Yeah, uh, literally have no idea. How Do you think they're doing that deliberately now? Do you think they're just surreptitiously sending people off when you're watching? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, the referee just sidles up to a guy and go, "By the way, you're booked, but don't tell Mark." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what it was for. Uh, I'm assuming a, a shocking challenge, but uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't see it. Um, what, what do you think it is about us that we keep missing these things that happen in the last minute? Okay? I think it's because like uh, alcohol. Basically, <laughs> 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 blindness, alcohol blindness. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, to be honest, if you've sat through 89 minutes of a K-League match, probably not going to realise anything that's happening in yeah. the world. Is it not because you always leave like two minutes before the end to get on the subway before it gets crowded? Yeah, I never leave early. So you can get up to Sangam and catch the last five minutes? Uh, no, 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 I never leave a game early unless it's Bichon. <laughs> in which case, I always leave early. You leave after the half-time performance? Yeah. Talking about leaving games early, I was kind of wishing I could have left the Guangzhou game earlier at the weekend. So it's your second, uh, actually your third K-League Classic game in a week, right? Yes, it was Jeju, it was Ulsan and then it was Guangzhou. Um, I quite enjoyed, the, quite enjoyed the first two games, this one was dreadful. Um, the pitch looked pretty, pretty bad. The up. pitch was awful. I was, even when I went, I went into the game first of all, I mean, the first good news was I get in without paying, which I was quite impressed by. Quangju need to tighten up the security a bit there. If you just walk around the stadium, eventually you'll find that you're behind the bit where you have to pay. Yeah. So I just went, oh well. <laughs> Looks like I'm in. <laughs> um, yeah, the stadium's a bit of a weird one. It looks like two halves of the Death Star at either side of the pitch. Um, but the, the game was really bad. The pitch itself looked as if Looks like they were growing potatoes in one section of it, and the rest of it was just but cutting up really the, badly. This is the ground that they'd not used for like the first two months of the season because of the university out, right? Yeah. But well, I, d I don't know what they've done with the university ad. Is it possible they've taken the pitch out and then had to relay it? Yeah, anything's possible. <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> this is yes. Korea, so. But, I yeah. I yeah, I don't know whether they were using the grass or presumably they some kind of field events on there. They might have, but it just like looked like every time anyone put their foot down, you, you could. Well, see there was the there was huge divots getting churned up from the pitch the yeah. whole game, and there was at least two or three times I can remember where guys have either slipped on a a bad bit of pitch or kind of kicked a bit of turf or or whatever, and then it, there was literally thirty people at half time were back putting divots and stamping them down. There was like everybody everybody who had a K-League vest on, there was a woman who was always like the match controller and she just went, right, everybody come on. And she was shouting the ball boys and everybody was like, get stamping, just start stamping these divots back into the ground. So obviously they know as well. The pitch is horrible. There's bald patches in it. Um, I don't know if that's an excuse for how bad Guangzhou are. I think it's just they're not very good. Well, if anything, they should be better than everyone else because they play on it every other week, don't they? Whereas... 
they didn't they didn't look they didn't look very good at all. Um, I'm surprised Guangzhou are actually where they are because just I mean I think that's the first time I've seen them. But based on that performance, they're possibly even worse than Dejan. Um, and they lost to Dejan the last time they played them. They don't. The foreigners look pretty mediocre. Um, their Koreans are pretty much non-entities. Jeju really should have scored a few, but I think we we talked a little bit about this uh, maybe a month or so ago, saying why is it that Tejon, who sort of mm. stormed the league last year, was struggling so much, whereas Kwangju sort of slipped into the playoffs and got promoted that way by finishing. I think they finished fourth in the league last year, didn't they? How come they were doing so well? Because for the most of the first few months of the season, they were top three or four, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've no idea how Kwangju did so well. The only thing. Suppose you've got to give them credit to say they must have been busting their guts at the start of the season because they don't have the quality. So I guess it was just work rate and effort and determination. Because so the boys been given hundred ten percent, hundred twenty percent. They're that bad. It'd have to be maybe even hundred and fifty percent to be winning games. And now and now they're just sort of out of. <laughs> now they're just like oh my god. <laughs> but the, the the big guy up front uh, is it Cassiano. Yeah. He looks a big useless lump. Even though he scored. Midweek, he scored midweek, but yeah, he looks. He, his touch is, his touch is like an elephant in roller skates. So Cheju scored late on to wrap the take. take yeah, I mean, points. to be honest, it was a bit of it was a bit of a breakaway, um, and the the Jeju guy took it quite well. But I, I honestly thought it was going to finish nil nil. At that point, I was just waiting for the final whistle. Yeah, um, it's probably the worst game I've seen. Of all of the ones I've seen this year, it's certainly right down the bottom, bottom three or bottom five. Not very impressive at all. Okay, so that's three matches reviewed. The only other game that might be worse, I guess, would be the Chunan Pohang 0-0 draw. Which actually did finish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily I didn't have to sit through the whole 90 minutes of that. Elsewhere, Suwon, 3-1. Back to winning ways. Home to Ulsan. <coughs> yeah, keep the pressure on John Book, I guess. Um, Kwon Chang Hoon scoring too. Yeah, he seems to be scoring quite a lot now after I said he's useless and he couldn't score at all. Yeah. But see, uh, Ulsan, U- 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 Ulsan did pull it back, that was easy for me to say. Uh, Ulsan did pull, uh, pull a goal back and then, yeah, not for the eight minutes after Subban took the lead. From Kim Chi Gon, is he still playing? He was a soul man, wasn't he? Kim yep. Gone. Back in the day. Back in the day. Probably about the same time that Byungji played for Seoul. Yeah. So that leaves us with one game still to talk about. Chumbuk Motors. Top of the league. Against flying. Incheon. Middle of the table. Not really flying. A little bit flying. Yep. Hovering. Chumbuk well, lost. That was a big surprise, definitely a big surprise. Yeah, yeah we always say the Incheon are hard to beat at home, but this was away. This was away, yeah. We really didn't see them beating, uh, beating John Book away, so yeah. Puts Incheon up into sixth. Um, John Am having their, their usual mid-season collapse. Uh, I think we, we discussed last week about how we'd, we'd like to see Incheon in the top six because it gives us easy, easier travel games. Yeah. Um, looks like it could happen. I think was it was about a month ago we were talking about Chunam. Could they 
could they give a title challenge? Yeah. And they were the form team in the league, and then looking, and the last four, they've got two draws and two defeats, so at least they've answered our question. The answer is no, they can't. Yep. I mean, they're just, yeah, it's a shame. They did the exact same thing last season as well. Started well, we're sitting uh, near the top, and then just went on a shocking run of form uh, in the summertime and just lost, 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 and ended up in the bottom six. So how does the league shape up now? John Book's still top, 56 points. Um, Suwon have closed the gap, just seven points behind now, 49, and then it's Songnam and third. Songnam and third, 44. How did they get third, the best team in the world? Yeah, uh, because we are. Apart from John Book and Suwon, obviously. Apart from John Book and Couple, couple of huge, couple of huge uh, victories, uh, as we discussed at the beginning of the podcast, three in a row. But a couple of huge ones as well. They've beaten Songnam. Um, it was massive. Songnam beat Songnam. <laughs> beating Suwon was massive. I think that's might be a trick, actually. If you get to play yourself and then just <laughs> concede, so, concede random amounts of goals and go, yeah, we, so, beat, we beat ourselves. So they get this straight. And the one night that I'm not drinking, we've beaten Songnam. Uh, and it's six points if you get <laughs> for a victory, apparently. I should just go back to the drink. I think you should, Mark. I think, I think just keep talking. We're just going to keep sniggering here in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to be the Tell calm. me, Mark, do you know anything about Stan Collymore? No, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I used to have an appearance New Balance, New Balance uh, football boots. New Balance boxing gloves. When he played for Forest. I don't know about him. Alright, and then Seoul in fourth. He was a Rangers fan when he was a kid growing up, now he hates him, now he's a Celtic fan. Billy yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Seoul in fourth. Seoul in fourth, Four level points for Songnam, game in hand. Pohang down to fifth, and then Inchon sitting in sixth, and then it gets messy below that, and then Dijon are. Not very good. I mean, still, there's still a few teams that, that they could make it into the top six in time. Jeju, Jonam. Actually, you have to say Chumbuk and Suwon are definitely in the top six, right? Yeah. But Songnam, if they go on a disaster, Songnam and Seoul, if they go on a bad run of form, could still be caught. I mean, could be, yeah. you'd think they'll, they'll make it in, but it's not, you're not overly confident, yeah. I mean, five points separate uh, Songnam, Seoul, and uh, Jonam. Uh, you can't really see them throwing away five yeah. points. Certainly not, not both of them. One of Songnam or Seoul, yeah. maybe. I think you're, I think you're talking about the top seven now, competing for the top six places. Because I don't think Jeju are going to make up nine points. Um, I guess Kang Su Il is probably not going to be making his comeback, given he's just been arrested for drink driving. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Kang Su watch. Plus, yeah. plus he likes. Yeah, that's that's got to be one of the smartest moves in your life, isn't it? It's like I'm on a 15 match ban for taking drugs. I think I'll go drink driving and then try and blame it on somebody else. I'll try and blame it on my mate. Yeah. Who must have been really drunk. He was just sleeping <laughs> yeah. in the passenger seat. It was him. So yeah, I can't see I can't see Jeju getting up the league. So it's from Chun, from Chunam up. I guess, I guess the, the question is the question the burning question on everyone's lips is. What, when he, in his mugshot, was he, did he have a, like a? Did he have a big moustache? Yeah. <laughs> or was he dressed like a woman again? He may be dressed or like both. a woman when he was done for drink driving. I mean, obviously he blamed the alcohol in his system on, on you know, like snatch cream or something. <laughs> is, is that a thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
to go down to the pharmacy and ask for a big tub of that and see what we get. Sorry guys, I had to say something inappropriate. So that's a classic done. We should, we should, we have to, I guess, quickly talk about the challenge. It's a pretty depressing viewing these days. Um, so Mark actually went to one of the matches, so I guess we'll let him talk about that and then the rest will zip over. We'll, we'll quickly, uh, yeah, zip over the... Do you, want to, do you want us to zip over the other the other games first, or do you want to do your detailed, in-depth, insightful review first? Um, we'll do my detailed, in-depth, insightful review. Okay. Uh, so, what we really want to know, how we're Bambino at Buchon. Um, that's, that's all we really care about, because let's face it, nobody goes there for the football, do they? Um, Bambino were, were pretty uh, fantastic. Um, they came out at half-time. Uh, and performed like three, about seven minutes worth of um, about about seven minutes worth of um, dancing. If that's how what you could call you it. appearing in two places at once. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the game is. They, I mean the the highlight was probably Bambino. <coughs> unfortunately. But you said you you said Bambino wasn't very good. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's how bad the game was. Um, but Butchon won two 0 So I guess the highlight for Butchon fans is. They won two 0 The big Another thing. Win up the table. I think. I think I said it last week. Uh, at least I've said it on my Twitter a couple of times. Lukian, the Brazilian, is a Brazilian who can actually play football. He's pretty good. He, he makes a big difference. Does he? He bring the. He usually comes on uh, at half time or something. Yeah. But he makes a big difference. Uh, definitely made a big difference against Ireland. He was a man who kind of tore them apart. Made a big difference again when he came on uh, against Chunju. As soon as he came on, Rodrigo Parana, podcast favourite, started looking less like a fish out of water. Haha. Oh. You can be smooth in your uh, connections. I'll be smooth in my jokes. And yeah, like um, he started playing well. He looked good. Any sign of Almir, or is he zero? Uh, oh, he was nowhere near the best. Yeah, he was. He, he was What colour boots do you think he has to wear for sitting in the stand? Uh, like purple boot, maybe. Purple, probably. Yeah. I think the reason why they didn't bring Almir in the game was because purely because Bambino was playing at half time, and maybe they thought if he was there he might get on his dancing boots and go and join them. And then purple's the colour of sexual frustration. I think so. Yeah. Is it? Mm. There you go. But uh, yeah. So think, Mark, Mark would have been pretty purple at the Butchon game at half time then. The thing was that they came out and you know they they announced him as uh, K-pop supergroup Bambino. And they looked a little bit nervous and uncomfortable and kind of like as if they'd stage fright. As if they'd seen you in the crowd. Seen me in the crowd. And then they sang, danced to their, their own song and then did two, two other ones. Uh, I was really too far away to get any good pictures. Oh well. So, Snatch Cam won't be getting updated anytime, anytime <laughs> soon. Is that because you stole someone's camera? I'm sure you're talking about it. It should, it should, be, it should be noted that Hadam, thank you. You are pretty incredible. <laughs> there you go. So that that was a terrible game, but that was actually the good game mm -hmm. in the league for the weekend. Um, elsewhere, Ansan drew two each with Goyang. Uh, Sangju and Suwon played out a nil-nil draw, and Eland and Kangwon played out a nil-nil draw. Which I guess, given they're given they're the bogey team, nil-nil must be pretty pretty positive result for for Martin Rennie, really. I watched the second half of the game on a live stream. It was absolutely dreadful. I don't. I don't even remember a single shot on goal from Eland. 
and I remember one from Kangwon. I think they hit the post right at the death, so they they could actually have stolen it one 0 But uh, yeah, pretty poor. It's not pretty watching Elan these days. Yeah, it was bad last weekend, definitely. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe we need to do a full in-depth hour and a half. What's going wrong at Elan? Sort it out, Martin Rennie podcast. But it's dreadful these days. And then the last one, uh, Daegu popped up against good old Kyungnam and won three 0 Three goals in the first thirty minutes, and then yep. Yep. off the pedal. Jonathan hasn't scored for a while, but he's back. They scored. They've actually won a game. That was Daegu's first win for five weeks. The, yes. the top three actually in the division have been doing really poorly since since we started the second half of the season. Sangju have got one win in five. We've got one win in six. I think Daegu have got one win in five. These were teams that were, you know, before the split, were doing eight wins in a row. So yeah, it's a bit strange that how just how poor the football's been. But they're also probably well, Sangju certainly. Daegu, I don't remember making any moves in the in the break, and Elan made a couple of pretty unimpressive moves in the break. Whereas it's everybody else was going crazy, adding as many Brazilians as they could get in a cardboard box from Rio. Is it is it the Japanese league where the playoffs are composed of whoever wins the first half of the season, whoever wins the second half of the season, plus? I don't know if they still do that in Japan. And they did that in they Korea. They did that in Korea point, point, for a while, they? yeah. If they'd done that here, then, well, Sanju would have taken the first half of the season and Tego and Elan would be looking pretty screwed for getting anywhere, wouldn't they? Yep, because it would be Anyang would be looking to win the second half of the season. Anyang and Buchon. Unless you told them a new season has started and they'd go on another <laughs> massive run. <laughs> That's amazing the change, though. I think, see, to be honest, the, the teams in that league are all pretty poor. It's a lot more about confidence and actually going out and trying to attack the opposition. Once you start trying to get clever and play tactically and all that draws a good result here, you just get absolutely nowhere. That's why I think Sangju in the first half of the season knew they were just better than the opposition yeah. and just went out and destroyed them. <coughs> and now they're probably taking their foot off the gas. Um, Anyang, I think because they just went so many games without winning, just totally their confidence was shot. They actually won a match. And then they realised, ah, we can, we can, we can actually yeah. score, we yeah. can actually win matches, and now they've won four out of five. Yeah. Same with Eland, we went a run of, you know, eight wins in the trot because the confidence was up. And they yeah. were you could tell the difference. Eland, two months ago, were taking shots from 35, 40 yards out, and one in five, one in six was going in the back of the net. Now, nobody's shooting. Yeah. Nobody's trying That's anything. what I noticed against on. The, the, the confidence is totally gone. The whole attacking mindset is totally gone. Yeah. It's all about fear of losing now. Yeah, it was a big difference, as I said. That I noticed about the two one, yeah, about the Buchon game. It was definitely like they didn't look as if they had any any confidence at all. Yeah. Was Mingyu out at the weekend, or was he? Back? No, he was playing, but he was subbed off after about an hour. I don't. Know, I think he might be carrying a knock. I don't know, but I mean, he's looked. So you've got two games looked, without him scoring now, isn't it? Oh, he's looked really anonymous for the last, basically for the whole second half of the season so far he's, he's, he's not to me he's not a centre forward that can play up by himself mm-hmm. um, when we did really well a couple of months back I'm pretty sure Tarabai was a centre forward and he was playing one off behind him Yeah. 
and it, and it worked pretty well. But since they've put Q up front, because presumably he scored so many goals, I don't think it's it's not been the same. Um, plus as well, I think other teams have kind of got wise to him and realised he's the main threat. Stick a couple of guys on him, on. nobody else is really going to do anything. Okay. But I don't know, Martin Rennie has to do something, but I don't quite know what he's able to do. He's not got a hell of a lot of a hell of a lot of options. He really needs Ryan Johnson to turn into Maradona, but I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson, by the way, I noticed uh what's the Best Eleven magazine? Ryan Johnson yeah. was voted worst player in the K League challenge. Is that right? Yeah, they were doing a like a one, two, three, who's the best manager, who's the worst manager, who's the best player, who's the worst player? I know it's Ryan Johnson who's voted the worst player in the K League Challenge. Did did Ronnie get any of those positions? He got third best manager. After Sangju guy and the Daegu guy, I think, was one and two. There you go. Not that it was based on the league table or anything at all. It's just like, yeah, these at the top, he must be the best. Um so that was that. Be interested to see how the, how the league pans out. My my theory now, as I said, my theory is, Eland are not going to finish in the playoffs unless something changes. It's Anyang, Butchon, Suwon, and Sangju for the playoffs. Get your money on it. Anyang. Anyang, Butchon, Daegu. No, Anyang, Butchon, Suwon, Sangju. Hmm. Interesting. Sangju will go up yeah. automatically and then I'm going to put my money on Suwon to be playing Busan in the, in the playoffs. So we could see Suwon City and Suwon Blue Wings. I could. But Busan will probably win the playoff. Yeah, you think Cause so. Because Hyundai will make sure that happens. But obviously the, the national squad for the upcoming two World Cup qualifiers was announced today. Sangju's Lee Sang Hyuk. Lee Jung Hyuk. That one. Sang Lee Jung Hyuk was in it again. Yep, he's so, always in it. So he's going to be busy for the next week or so. He's going to miss at least two, if not three, Sangju games. Do you think they'll miss him? Struggle without him? Is that going to impact on their. I mean, it doesn't seem to make much difference. They, they seem to play him when he's available and when he's, when he's fit. Yeah. Um, he's been in and out recently because of the, all the national team stuff that he's done. Because um, presumably they've got two internationals now and they'll have another two in a month or so, won't they? Yeah, but in it doesn't seem to make a hell of a lot of difference. They still seem to have the same random results <laughs> that everybody else has in the league. So, <laughs> so obviously, well, since I've brought up the national squad, we might as well go through. Indeed. The one man, yeah... Juminku wasn't picked up front in the national squad, which I think's understandable given his, his, recent, his, form. his recent form. Wang Yijou um, was picked. But Wang Yijou was picked. I mean, it was it was another weird squad, I thought. Not so much in the people he's picked, but just the logic of it again of the guys he picked to go to the East Asian Cup. Been some of them, hasn't he? And then the guys he's picked to play yeah. the next qualifier. It was like, why pick Wang Yijou now? But he didn't pick him and then he picked, he's picked random goalkeepers again. He's picked the John from John Book. Yeah. He's picked like a Songnam youth keeper who's yeah. now at Yonsei University. Yeah. But he says he's third choice. So. I mean, I, I'm guessing he wants. He's, 
somewhere in there he must be saying, I want to take a look at these guys in training. Yeah. As well as thinking about game. who he's actually going to play. I guess for his reserve keepers, he thinks I'm never going to use them, so, yeah, so I might as well just pick them. But I mean, I, I guess Laos at home should be a fairly easy game. So he's obviously thinking. I mean, all of the games in this should be a relatively easy game. They, but they did struggle away at Lebanon. Yeah, last I mean, time Lebanon around. away is probably one of the hardest. One of the game. harder games in the group, but you, it should be. They should still win it. Should be very winnable if they put out a strong team. But, um, but basically, compared to the East Asian Football Federation's Cup team he had a couple of weeks ago, he's brought in across the midfield. He's brought back his uh, brought back the overseas players. So you've got your Ki Sung Young. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know there was a bit of debate about that because he's not really fit right now. Ki Yi Chung Young from Palace. Yeah. Son Ung Min, Ku Jia So the other guy that was called up as well as the uh, the forward. Uh, Suk. Suk Hyunjun from Suk Hyunjun. Victoria. Yeah, I don't know really much about him. Have you ever seen him? No. I only know his name from like Football Manager of years ago. <laughs> I've got no idea. I don't know anything about him. Seems like they're just kind of trolling around any striker. <laughs> any striker that can play who happens to be Korean. Yeah. I guess they're just waiting until they can get Adriano naturalised. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll go and win the World Cup. That's all it takes, really, isn't it? There's still quite a healthy sprinkling of K League players in there, isn't there? Compared to, like, before the East Eight, before, was it last time out, we were really com- well, yeah, complaining I mean, about how it was. He seems to have cooled it a bit on the picking everybody who's in the Middle East or China yeah. or Japan front. Yeah. So you've got a couple of Ulsan players, a couple of Chumba players, a couple of Suwon players, and then. Are there any Middle Easterns in there apart from Quack Tehi? Quack Tehi. No, you've got Augsburg, Germany, Hoffenheim, Germany, Guangzhou RNF, China, Guangzhou Evergrande. Is he not in there? Yeah, Guangzhou Evergrande, Chumbuk, Swansea, Crystal Palace, Suwon, Mainz, Songnam, uh, Vissel Kobe, Mainz, Pohang, Leverkusen. Victoria Sangju. And then the goalies we talked about already, Ulsan, Chombuk and Yonde. So it's well, it'd be good to see. Hopefully Lee Joe gets a, a shot because it's the strikers he's got are dreadful. Yeah. I mean you saw in the North Korea game they had they had so many chances. They must have had twenty or thirty shots in goal. Yeah. And they just didn't have anybody who could finish. So the wook, the Wookiee's on the sort of reserve list. He's on the reserve list, but he was, well, I think he's shown he's not the answer. Yeah, definitely. <coughs> definitely, yeah. I mean, Kim Sung-bae, a Pohang scored, I think he scored a couple of goals in the East Asian Cup. So I guess he's kept his place, he's been awarded for that. But we're thinking two relatively straightforward wins, or a win at home against Laos and a draw against Lebanon away? Should be two relatively straightforward wins. Two wins, I I don't know, in Lebanon... You could see it going either way in Lebanon, it depends. At least Steely will probably think a draw is a good result. I guess from his point of view it's all about qualification. Yeah. yeah. So if if he gets a draw in Lebanon, that's probably his hardest opposition. So go there, take a draw, come back, guaranteed to be qualified. You could imagine he'll be hoping for two wins but he'll settle for a win and a draw. Yeah. Yeah, I mean a relatively a relatively conservative squad again, you know, picking all the all the guys from Europe. 
um, like with Key and Lee Chong Yong and those guys. You could have you could have gambled and thrown in a few. Well, Lee Chong Yong's not been playing much for Palace this season, has he? Obviously, he was injured last yeah. <coughs> last winter and then came back right at the end of last season. And I think even this beginning of this season, he's been used from the bench by Palace. So it's a, again, it's a bit of an odd choice. It's not someone that's. Yeah, I suppose the interesting thing to see what he does. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll do a different team against Laos as he does against Lebanon. But is he going to give somebody like EJ Sung a chance ahead of Puja Chol or Son? He'll go with Son. Or, or is he going to go back to picking all the European guys again as he's starting eleven? Yeah, and, probably. And just leave the K League guys on the bench. I mean, I think yeah. I think against Laos he can take maybe more of a chance, but yeah, that, I think against Lebanon he'll, he'll he'll definitely go with all the European players. Definitely. I guess that's who the fans want to see as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's the fans want to see as well. Mm. But I mean, I don't think I don't think Guja Chol or Song Hong Min have really impressed much lately. Yeah, I mean, I've even Lee Chong Yong, not been that fantastic. Yeah, recently. But it's good to see that. Ji Dong Won's not in the squad. Neither is Kim Bo Gyeong. Is Ji Dong Won injured? I think. Kim Bo Gyeong, who Kim was in Cyprus, was it? Did he go to Cyprus in the end? Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if he's. Oh no, he was anywhere. on trial somewhere. He was on trial somewhere, but I don't know if he actually got, uh, got accepted. Did he not get a contract? I don't know. He was on trial at PSV. Kim Bo Gyeong. Really? Yes. Yeah. I thought last we heard he was off to Cyprus. Last we heard he was off to Cyprus, but no, I remember seeing on Twitter earlier this week. Kimball Kyung was in trial at PSV, but I didn't see the result yeah. of whether he actually got right. taken up or not. Okay. So obviously PSV are going back to the, we can find a, a good Korean and turn him into a champion. But they picked him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I guess that's all we got to say about that for the minute. Um, Indeed. So it's so on to look at the weekend then, the game's coming up. I think I'm off to Busan this weekend, possibly Pohang as well. The games are coming thick and fast. I never uh, can really uh, keep track of where I'm going. Just before we get onto this, do you, did you not do three games last weekend? No, I didn't. Two. I was did two. I was going to go to Mokpo on the Friday, and then I realised it wasn't in Mokpo. It was in Dijon. <laughs> okay. But there was a late change. <laughs> so that means you still got to go to Mokpo. At so some I still point. got to go to Mokpo at some point. Yeah. Soccerway had sold me a dummy. Soccerway said it was Mokpo versus Dijon. And luckily, before I set off, I checked the N-League site and it said Dejon at home to Mokpo. So, um, I saved myself <coughs> a, a long trip. So you did Kwangju versus... I did Chunam Yongkwang versus Gimpo Citizen in the K3 on Saturday and I did Kwangju versus Jeju on Sunday. And this weekend, my plan is uh, Busan Transport Friday, Busan I Park Saturday, Pohang Sunday. Okay. But probably I'll find out that at least one of those games is not where I thought it was. Well, looking at Sokoway now, Pusan Eye Park versus Don't Chunnam trust Dragons. It's probably all wrong. Yeah. On Saturday. Um, that should be a fun game. That'll be even worse than the Kwangju Jeju one, won't it? That should be pretty bad, actually, yeah. But it should be compensated by Pohang Suwon on the Sunday. That should be a cracking game. <coughs> yes, that should be a good one. Paul. The two Sunday games are good games. Songnam, Jongbuk as well on a Sunday. Yeah, he's always got to throw that in there, hasn't he? Which you're going to make it back for? Yep, that's the plan. I guess technically that is that's that's first versus third. Yeah, that's the instead plan. of second versus fifth. Yeah. So What's yeah, hopefully, 
hopefully uh, get up in plenty of time, get a flight, and see if I haven't got anything booked yet either, either way uh, for Jeju, but I'll get up with dancing. Hopefully you get a flight out there first. Yeah. yeah. Um, You've not booked anything? Nope, nothing at all. I thought you. I thought you'd at least book the flight out. I was. I thought I had. To, I, I was going to, at the last minute. Didn't. Well, do you know Steve? Big Steve. Yes. He booked his flights today, so. So you've still got hope. Yeah, yeah. I can push on air. Unless he booked the last one. So <laughs> there's one seat left in push on air. So for the, for those who haven't been involved in all your pub discussions for the last month, you guys are planning to go to Jeju. Jeju, yeah. So the plan is to go to Jeju for Jeju Soul when I fly Soul. back up for Songnam Jungkook. There's about 11 Diablos plus Mark going to Jeju for this. So that would be a reasonable, a reasonable away support plan then. Suwon took a decent crowd given the circumstances. I'd have thought there was 50 or 60 at least Suwon fans there. You going to match that? If there are 11 or 12 Diablos going plus all the others I would have think will far exceed it. Especially given the matches on the Saturday, so it's a bit easier. Yeah, indeed, indeed it is, yes. It was, was originally scat, uh, scheduled to be on a Sunday, but at some point it was switched to a Saturday. It's because the Soul fans are not hardcore enough to travel on a Sunday. Actually, the the fans the fans uh, asked the club to ask Cheju to switch to a Saturday, and the club came back to us and said, no, it's totally impossible, so everyone booked flights. Like when they had the special early deal flights out, <laughs> and then they moved it, and then they moved it, and was like calling up the club and saying, "You bunch of wankers! You said there was no chance of it being changed. What are you going to do about my flight?" But yeah. I can't complain about people phoning Seoul and saying, "You bunch of wankers." In fact, I just suggest everybody you t- you, you t- get twice this week already. <laughs> phone up FC Seoul as soon as you can and just say, "You bunch of wankers," and then put the phone down. It's great fun. Everyone should do it. So what else is happening? Kwangju are at home to Ulsan. Yep. Uh, Ulsan better win that. They really better. Kwangju are dreadful. Um, Incheon are at home to Daejeon. Oh, fighting time. Indeed. If you happen to be a seagull, stay away. <laughs> stay away. Daejeon have that. Incheon uh, should win that, right? Incheon should win that, yeah. Their pent up rage from last week. They got a release. Yeah, Incheon should win that. That's the problem. That's why Seoul and Songnam need to make sure that they win their games because Incheon could start creeping back up on them. And then Busan are at home to Chunnam. That could be an interesting one. Not, in, not know, in terms of the game. Not didn't, in ter- didn't we not say when we, when you said you were going to go, we said it was going to be shy. Yeah, no, I was, going to, I was just going to say it would be an interesting one. Not in terms of the game, but just in how the result pans out. Yeah, um, I think John will. It will probably end up nil nil. I think I think John will just scrape that one one nil. But yeah, I mean that's probably Busan's best chance for a while to actually yeah, who's win a game. A, and a foreign fan that's a Jordy, so I'd advise you to go look him up and have a beer with him. Pretty good. I think you're going to avoid him, but. No, no, he's, a, he's a good, a good bloke. Well, there you go. I'll, so I'm sure I'll spot him amongst the four people who will be in the stadium. The, most of the fans sit in the temporary stand, don't they? But he sits like in the top, top of the second tier. Like, oh, he's back, one of those guys, is he? By himself. All right. Yeah. He's obviously uh, very social that way. Anyway, so that's the. Challenge, the classic done. Bit haphazard, but yeah, we've yep. covered all, all games. No, so that'll be the classic done. This will be the challenge. That's what I said. No, that's not what you said. I said, I said, I stopped midway. <laughs> Click the challenge. All right, right. Well, I hate we'll, it when you do that. We'll play that back then and we'll see. Play back in your own time. Um, that's what she said. So, Stevie, no, no challenge games, I guess, this week then, if you're. For me? For you, yeah. Yeah, I'll be away. 
Um, there, there are challenge games though, but I'll just not be going to them. We almost ended up predicting the or previewing the wrong what games again. No, 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 no. Uh, Eland are at home to the Ansan Police. To be quite honest, I'm sick of watching the Ansan Police. <laughs> Uh, almost as much as I'm sick of watching Seoul Eland these days. Um, that'll be a dreadful match. That'll, that'll be one of those games that will get football stopped, but I'll probably end up one each. Um, Kyongnam are at home to Chungju. That's that's the two bottom teams playing each other, so maybe Kyongnam can actually get a win. If they don't, the Kyongnam manager will probably get fired, yeah. so um, he might do enough to save his job. Suwon at home at Koyang is going to be an easy home win for the Suwon? sissies of Suwon. You think so? Absolutely. Sangju at home at Daegu, that's Again. the big one. God knows how that will end up. You want? You would like Daegu to win that or you'd like Sangju to win it? I don't really care. <laughs> You've given up on catching I'm, either of them. I'm looking forward to finishing sixth. <laughs> You're probably looking at that say, you're probably as well hoping now that Sangju just keep winning games and teams like Daegu, Suwon, start losing games so you can get into the playoff. You're not going to win the league. I'm not going to win the playoff either, so... I'm, sure, yeah. I'm sure half the Elan players as well are thinking, I hope we don't get the playoffs, because we'll have to work for an extra month. Which leaves just the one game next Monday. I didn't even realise that game was on on Monday. I might have to go to that now. Anyang taking on Buchon. That'll be a good game. That's the two form teams in the division. Um, and they hate each other as well. And they hate each other as well. It's the two mad squads. Yep. It's the Perian, Perian mm. derby, right? Yep. And the only, only thing they need to persuade us is to get Hello Venus or something to come out and... Yeah, I might go. I'll let you know. Give us a wee shake. If you're in better condition than you are today. Can't be any worse. So live podcast from Anyang Buchon, not featuring Paul. watch it on my phone until until I have to board my plane which um, I think my flight's at 9.15 so I could probably watch all of it on my phone and there you go so the highlight of the weekend is actually Monday yeah, if that makes sense yeah. <laughs> so that's it for this week I guess the only thing left to say is congratulations to Wee Joe yep and Quan yep on their call up to the national squad Paul have you got a song for them <laughs> 